It's Sports Arena and it's Extreme Rewinds, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to forum of every pay-per-view and special in between. You've got myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Um, well, it's a weird day in the real world of, of wrestling, so um, I'm kind of looking forward to escaping back 20 years. Yeah, the, the Fed has um, released another bunch of um, people. Um, most shockingly, for us, I guess, people like Tommy Ends. Alistair Black. Alistair yeah. Black. Well, he's Tommy End now, isn't he? So he is. Back to Tommy End. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Okay. So um, well, not a scene left for him over here, but yeah. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? So um, yeah, no, it's all um, so we're interesting to find out sort of what happens, but also makes other shows, you know, Impact, MLW, New Japan, it spices it all up everywhere because it's not going to all go places now and suddenly it's going to get a lot fresher in other places who might have been raided when your AEWs and that sort of came along. ROH could do with a lot of people. So uh, I mean, I, I think Tommy End in ROH would be pretty impressive. Um, just, you know, match quality and all the rest of it. Um, Tommy in New Japan would be insanely impressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, so th- th- there's a lot of um, a lot of cool people that can sort of get grabbed and spice up other places now. So I'm not as sad as it is. I'm not I'm not against it. So it'll work out work out well for everyone. Um, this week we're looking at ECW Hardcore TV from 1999 episode. 313 and 314. Um, yeah, bits, bits be happening. We are on the build to Hardcore Heaven, 99. We are. So we're in April. I think it is 25th of April, 1999. Yes. The first episode um, kicks off with a voiceover from Paul Heyman saying, by the end of the show, the lives of Sabu, Rob Van Dam." Dudley Boys, just incredible, and Lance Storm will change dramatically. How about for an opening cliffhanger? Yeah, I mean it's 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 a promise, isn't it? It's a promise. I don't think um, some didn't change that dramatically, but um, yeah, no, it, it it got my intrigue going. I thought it was a good. It's a different start. Had that more of a um, I don't want to say soap opera because it probably gives us the wrong kind of vibe, but it had a good sort of. Oh shit! What's happened? Yeah, so it, it grabbed your attention to get excited for the show before the show had even gone. So it's clever again, stuff you don't really see a lot now. But um, enjoyed it. Uh, we get the standard intro, then we get the FBI, um, little Guido and Big Sal versus Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney, those hardcore chair swinging freaks who came out to a, a fucking great reaction. To be honest, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you can see they're into um, the crowd singing along with um, uh, the the ACDC Big Balls um, song. So uh, yeah, they 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 got they got a hell of a reaction. Um, I got confused as to whether FBI are, are face or heel now because um, Joey Styles is putting over that these are actually you know, two Italians. Italians now. Yeah, um, for the first time um and and uh yeah so that was that was quite weird because that seemed to be a point of pride in the sense that they are now 
good old Italian boys, um, even though they're still heelish. So I don't know. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I noticed that he, um, he mentioned that. Um, the match itself, I thought, was a little bit sloppy. I don't think the yeah. teams clicked very well. There was there's quite a few sort of botches and stuff like that. Um, but the crowd were into it. The crowd were into balls in Axel, and that's what it's all about. Um, big double chair shot on Big Sal at the end for Balls and Axel to pick up the win. I was a bit surprised. I thought this was going to be their chance to beat up Guido. Sal come in, looked like a monster, and kind of squashed them both. Yeah, and instead it was, it, you know, Guido did a good job kind of holding his own against it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, they, they, they both needed to chop the big man down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, um, yeah, I was slightly surprised by that, but it worked out it's, well. It's fascinating watch how he, watching ECW do this because... We've seen with all the way back to nine one one, and we've seen with Sid recently. If they get behind a big man, then yeah. you know he's he's a monster, he's a killer, he's you know you know done done done. And then you've got the likes of Big Sal here, which they 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 obviously just don't kind of want to protect and don't really kind of care about in that way because I mean he's already lost three out of four or five. Yeah. You know, they've 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 done nothing to, to protect him. Um and you know, as an attraction, as a you know, a spectacle that he is, um yeah, he's just he's just not really anything, is he? Yeah, and, and jumping like about a year and a bit forward, um because 'cause I was wondering when Scott Hall came in for his quick shot. You know, because mm. for some reason I thought Shane Douglas was there at the time and kicked him out of the locker room. But, um, yeah, I think he's not until <clears throat> sort of late 2000. But um, on one of his matches, he takes on Big Sal and a one-on-one loses. Right. And I know it's probably Scott Hall sort of proving he didn't come in with an ego and all this. But, uh, yeah, I just found it all just... Obviously, we'll get there and we'll find out. But um, I just thought it was interesting... That. Absolutely, yeah. In case he was going to come in as a player, I know proving he's a team player by sort of doing, but you're sort of done from the the first night. Yeah, I mean, you, I, and I get the whole kind of you know trying to prove it kind of thing. Um, no one, no one who'd actually benefit from that win because it's not moving the needle on on Big Sal, especially you know if he came in and jobbed to Big Sal here, it wouldn't do much for Big Sal. Let alone in a year's time when we're a year further into into it, um, yeah. No one, no one who would have got over a little bit more with with a win against Scott Hall. Yeah, I mean, until we get to that, I think it'd be interesting to dive a little deeper into that whole situation because I think it's one of those things I don't think it's really been spoken about a lot, but it's very interesting. Yeah, uh, sort of time. So I'm excited to dive into that. Um, we then get highlights of Taz versus Candido for a couple of weeks ago. We spoke about it on our week's show, so if you haven't heard it, jump back to last week's and we'll go into that in a bit more depth. Uh, we then get another match returning. My boy, Takamishinoku versus Papi Chilo, future S.A. Rios. 
and um, Aguera, I think he was as well previously. I think Aguila. he wrestled. Yeah. Did WrestleMania fourteen or thirteen? These have wrestled already. Long gone. So, yeah. So they. So uh, you know, this is Papi Chula after his WWF lightweight run. Yeah. Uh, but before he comes back as SA Rios with Lita, who we will soon be introduced to as Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Um, do you think she gets a name before or after Dawn Marie? Um, yeah, it was really, you know, again, on the list of you'll never guess who was in ECW, Papi Chulo is a good shout. I mean, Taka Mishinoko is a good shout, but Papi Chulo is a, a good shout because, you know, you just wouldn't have thought. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, I knew obviously Taka had done the BWO stuff and was at Bears yeah. Eagle, always knew that. I didn't necessarily know that he came back. I found that. Thing, and he got a great reaction as well on his return. He did. He did. Proper returning hero. Um, so he had a great reaction. And again, you know, I I, I know that this is the, you know, the, the, the counterculture, blah, 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 blah. <coughs> but he's the returning hero, big chunk, because he's straight off of WWF TV. Oh, yeah. So this, yeah. this you know, too cool fan base... They're, they're, they're popping for all the big boys, don't they? Well, ECW basically started on cameos from known stars. Yeah, but at this point, it's the... Oh, yeah, know, at this the, point, the, it's full-on... Yeah, it should be rebelling against everything. Yeah, the, the, the counterculture. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, but it's... Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's good. I mean, it's a great match. I mean, I don't think I've seen these two have a crap match. There's a stage where I felt like they were wrestling all the time in WWE, so they were sort of had the the Tajiri super crazy kind of ongoing feud forever vibe, but in the other sort of side. Yep. So it's good that they sort of jumped over. Um, I know we get Tucker in another match next week, which is good. Yes, but, we do. Um, be interesting to see if Papachudo has any other matches at all. But, yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I, I will say... Um... Him coming out straight after the FBI match, yeah. wearing a Marilyn Manson T-shirt, felt a little bit over the top. Bearing in mind, I've just seen Balls and Axel wearing Marilyn Manson T-shirts. Yeah, I mean, you um, it's weird, isn't it? You kind of almost date things without having to date things, can't you? Yeah, again, it's just that kind of like, you know, that's their gimmick. So pick another band. Yeah, just a two-second conversation out the back and just say, look, you're not wearing that. We've just worn that kind of... Yeah, I mean, here's an ECW t-shirt. There you go. But, um, yeah, like I said, I've got no idea if it happens, but things like Papa Chilo versus Super Crazy suddenly a match that I didn't know that I wanted to see that I want to see. Yep. So, um, yeah, Tucker pips out the win, but um, really, really good match. Enjoyed it. Really was. Really, really was. Um, we get some breaking news. Basically, um, we get photo highlight, highlights of Super Crazy and Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm and Justin Credible. So this is all kind of like weird because we sit, get photos into real to photos to real. And I feel like they could have just... Yeah. I felt this whole situation they could have told better. Because it's like, why are you not showing me Super Crazy and Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm and Justin Credible? Of all the matches that I'm not allowed to see... Why is this the match that I can only see photos of? Yeah. 
you know nothing against these guys it just doesn't feel like this is your well protected whoa, whoa, whoa if you want to see this you need to order the blah blah event it's just well, not, it's not that mad it's not going anywhere it's well, not yeah. you know this isn't the feud that they're about to create and destroy it's 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 a one-off match this isn't going anywhere we're not having Jerry Lynn spin out of this into a feud with either of these you know this isn't this isn't something that's um you know I, I, I if you want this you have to come and buy it it's it's just a throwaway and all it to, to build up hype on it but yeah what are you hyping the next time yeah, they yeah. come together you're gonna to have to pay for this are we where when tell me i'm ready um yeah so that sort of all happened um dudley's ended up taking out lynn and they said that's it it's your favor done and they said that's good but it's not the favor um we want you win we want you to beat rvd and sabu for the tag team belts and give us the tag team belts um which led to bill alfonso coming out led to whole sabu's not fit which led to RVD coming out and saying that he'll take on Devon Devon in a one-on-one for the tag team titles, which is in the match that we do get to see. Um, this match ends up being just complete carnage. Yeah. Um, where basically Bubba gets involved. Uh, just incredible. And Lance Storm get involved. And on a side note, how has Jazz not got her name yet? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like again, like it's not even for a reason. It's just every week Joey Styles is like, "There's that woman again that hasn't got a name." What 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 what, what are we calling her, Justin? Okay. Yeah, but it's not even like as part of a angle or anything. It's just yeah. So I thought that was a bit okay. Um, so yeah, so this all happens. Uh, Sabu does come out uh, just incredible with a couple of chain shots to the the, the jaw. I thought it was a bit unnecessary. I mean, uh, Credible's out to hurt people. Yeah, but, he's, um, he's, yeah, but he's, as much as we talk about this whole next franchise, next franchise gimmick, um, he's working since Shane Douglas was the guy shaking the halos and was the guy that's a complete dick. And just incredible is is fitting that role beautifully at the moment. He's, he's the one that you sort of think, fuck, you know, he didn't have to do that. He's got it down to a T. Yeah. So I get it, but it doesn't, it still makes you sort of, every time sort of Wince. go, oh, God, is his jaw actually, like, hurt? I mean, uh, yeah, and and the next episode we'll talk about it as well, because it's not just us incredible with the, the, the ridiculous game shots, is it? This is true. Um, so that happens. Barbara and everyone gets involved. Eventually... Um, RVD is pinned, and the Dudleys are the new tag team champions. From the Super 3D. Super 3D. So, yeah, a 3D from the top, which I thought was a very cool setup. Um, you know, not one we've seen before. They've had to break out something very, yeah, very gets, different. Yeah, it gets RVD um, oversteel, doesn't it? Because they had to use something different and something special to to beat the unbeatable. The guy's on hell of a roll. They did something sort of amazing to actually beat him, so yeah. it works. 
plus all of the the, the gubbins. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's how it ends. And it um, Dudley goes to give the belts and don't give the belts or something. Yes. So the whole thing was, you know, obviously they're going to win the belts and hand them over to um, uh, who we will soon Justin become. And, yeah. yeah. Who will who will soon as the impact players, um, and they just you know put middle no. fingers up to the men and walk off, um, which is a whole kind of you know the which heals the most heal. Thing. Yeah, and it's just confu- that's just confusing in itself on another level of sort of confusing, but um, it's fine. I'm sure there'll be a payoff. Um, June now, yeah, fifth of June, isn't it? May, April, May, yeah, that's it, yeah. 2nd of May. It's John. You know I get so confused. I need to just write it down because Americans do it backwards and it blows me every week. Um, 2nd of May, 1999, episode 314. Uh, match joined in progress. Kicks off straight away with Jerry Lynn versus Tucker Mishinoku. Uh, before getting into the match, one thing I did take from this, it's just kind of frustrating how little the WWE actually did with Tucker Mishinoku because this guy can fucking go. Like, Yeah, and he had some amazing matches, but you can kind of see that... Um... You can kind of see that if they if they'd kind of you know given him some time. Yeah, I, I just feel he almost sort of went in the tail end of the wrong era. I, I think like ECW kind of helped break down a lot of the boundaries. That you don't have to be this massive sort of giant, you know. Obviously, right. and obviously the Guerrero Jericho's and all that were part of this revolution Taz. that yeah. came. Yeah, yes. Taz. It all came through at the same time. To basically go, you don't have to be like a six foot six sort of guy to be like the man. And um, I, I feel like sort of Tucker was just on the the middle ground of this because you, you put him in there with anyone. You put him in there with like your Jericho's, Jerry Lynn's, RVD's, Eddie Guerrero's, you know, Saturn's. He holds great matches of any of them. Yeah. I mean, he, he really is like super talented but um yeah what did you think of this match um i thought it was really good i you know it it, it kind of surprised me um because again um you kind of don't expect it to be as good as it is um i guess the only thing for me that i was i was questioning as i was watching it is did they give Tucker too much bearing in mind what they're trying to do with jerry lynn Um, I'd agree with that, but I feel they're treating Lynn weird in general. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and he's, he's, he's the plucky baby face who's you know just just won't quit and all the rest of it. But it's just this very weird kind of setup, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand sort of matches like this. Like I said, he, he probably should have got a bit more, and he picked up the victory. You know, that's you know completely the right decision, but. Um, yeah, no, very, like I said, very strange because they announced constantly he's on his way to RVD, but he surely should just be in sort of like decent matches, but picking up wins and sort of keeping the momentum going rather than, like you said, just wars that you could sort of almost say he's struggling with every week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, 
like we said about Taz for ages, where we felt a lot of his matches were just too competitive. Taz had to become a killer. We wanted to see him just walk in there, suplex, suplex, tap. You know, when he's in a competitive match with some of these guys, you kind of think, no, you, you can't be your Taz. You, you've got to be just throwing people around for fun. And when you're bored of them, get them out of there. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. You know, I know. You know, it's 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 a match for the wrestling fans. You know, it's a really good technical match. It's really really good. But for the competitors in it, you know, Takamishinoku in an ECW setting. Yeah. You know, should he be taking Joe Lynn as deep as he did? Yeah, no, I um, no, I definitely agree with it all. It's um, it's weird, but like I said, the right result was there. Then picked up, and it was a great match, regardless of the situation. So, um, yeah, did enjoy that. Um, Cyrus interviewed Taz as Taz was walking into the ring, uh, walking into the arena. Um, basically, said, um, Chris Candido's in a halo. Have you heard this? Have you seen this? And um, Taz just couldn't give two shits. No, it, it, it was just, very. He had this brief moment of remorse. Yeah. But generally, I don't know where they were going with this. No. Because it's no, like, I know. I'm Go confused on. by it. Um, I just don't quite get what they're trying to do with this I mean it, it kind of seems this weird kind of you know beat me if you can style survive if I let you kind of thing but it's just like I, I don't quite get what you're doing with it I, I don't like I said I understand him and Sabu were sort of th these great rivals and all this but secretly sort of respect each other and all this but I thought with Shane Douglas, everyone, I thought he hasn't had as much malice towards someone as he does with Chris Candido. Yeah. And Cand this wasn't even a match that was supposed to happen. Carino called up and brought him out. Yeah. So yeah. it was a match that wasn't meant to happen, but did happen. Has left with Taz sort of quote-unquote breaking his neck and then continuing to be like, yeah, so what? And... um then just like, is he definitely broken his neck or is he just lying? And it's just so, so strange how they're carrying this out. That um, they didn't really sort of get it. So we then got the, the show intro, Joey Styles in the ring, Candido's music hits. Um, normally you could sort of get a Candido sort of um, video package showing great things. This time you got a video package, but instead um, you basically got a package of him just having the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. So I don't know if originally there was some sort of voiceover explaining it, but because of the music they couldn't do it or what. But it just felt really, really weird to say, oh, here he comes, and here's him getting murdered last week. You want to know why he's got something around his neck? Then let's show you. 
Yeah, it just felt really weird for the intro type deal, you know? But this is the thing all the way through. I don't understand how Taz breaking his neck is the face and Candido for having his neck broken is the heel. Now, I know, I, I understand that the closing minutes of the match, Candido had gone for the chain, which is his heel move because he was going to cheap shop Taz, blah, blah, blah. But in a match that had already had tables and various other things and FTW rules, falls count anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not a big deal. Yeah, no, I just, that's um, I love it. love Candido. I love the idea of Candido and a main event feud, motivated Candido, different beast. We've said this. I just find it, um, yeah, to start a feud with breaking his neck is just weird. Um, but he basically, Candido gets in the ring, says he's got a face to fact and reality, he's broken his neck twice. Taz music hits, he comes out. Taz interrupts the interview. Basically, says he's from New York and he has no respect. Um, so he gets the crowd going on his side. Um, this gets pretty heated, I, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that him calling out whether his neck's really broken. Was was a dumb thing to put in. Yeah, it it's up there with the the Bobby Heenan bash of the beach call for me. Yeah. Whose side is he on? Don't why why introduce that doubt into our mind? Let it play out. I mean, you don't have to keep this going for months. You know this 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 is going to to play out in the next thirty seconds. Why why do you need to steal the limelight from it for 30 seconds? You're the, you're the cleverest guy in the room for 30 seconds. Congratulations. Yeah. And it was already a little bit, you know, so firstly, we've seen this a number of times now. Secondly, when Cyrus was kind of there going, oh, yeah, you know, the ones that screwed into their skull was a little bit over the top. I mean, you know, I, that was the point where I'm sitting there kind of going, all right, so we all know this is a work, um, but yeah, the 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 baby face being clever enough to know it's not real but still falling for it just was a really interesting choice. Yeah, Taz had plenty of shots at um, Tammy as well. Got to be fair, I was I was fine with all of those. <laughs> So that'll um, that'll happen. Which again, like I said, like is is fair enough. So that'll kicked off. Um, basically, Candido said he's going to go into management for the time being while he heals up, and introduces Steve Carino. Which again is so bizarre because it's like Carino brings out Candido now. Candido's managing Carino. Yeah, and and it's just like what is happening with like any of these like. It's just so sort of crazy, sort of the setup with it all. But it's fun nonetheless. Um, Candido gets in, Acrino gets in and cuts a promo on Taz. They have a little back and forth. Um, yeah, what do you think of all the end of the segment? I, I mean, I thought it was a good back and forth between Carino and Taz. 
Yeah. Um, I think Carino did really, really well holding himself up on the mic. Um, you know, as you said, incredibly different tone to last week or the week before. It's kind of like, you know, and I really would, Mr. Taz, uh, but I, I, I hurt my appendix when I was working out. I hurt both of my appendix when I was working out. So, um, so no, no real explanation apart from why, you know, why he's suddenly so emboldened. Apart from maybe he knew, you know, the cheap shot was in. But, um, yeah, it's, it, was, it was just a little bit obvious. Yeah, no, it was. But, um, I mean, like I said, I, I like the fact they've given Carino so much so soon. Obviously, they see a lot in his, his mic ability, especially. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think a Carino-Candido team could have been sort of fascinating in its own little way. Yeah, and just, you know, similar to what he's done with Lance Storm, just under his wing for a little while, you know, at the learning tree for a little while. Um, yeah, really good. Definitely. Um, next match, uh, Guido versus Supernova. This, this felt like just generally a showcase for Nova. Um, <laughs> yeah. Guido and FBI in a real place. They've sort of done this split up, and I don't think they've won a match since. I mean, um, obviously, you know, wins and losses aren't the biggest thing, but it's still like... No, and this thing, it's it's just a very weird setup. And again, it's, you know, heels and faces and, and all the rest of it. Um, if you want to get Nova over by showing some of the moves that Nova's been working on, yeah, there's enough kind of decent hands that are in the back now um you know all of the 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 luchadors all of the whatever else that were now mocking knocking around there that can that can do this um i'm like? not sure why it needs to be well yeah and and um whoever it was last week mosquito of the mercy or whatever it was and yeah um you know all of the rest of them um even all the way back to Pablo Marquez, the extreme rookie, um, just just feels like it could have been someone else. And you know, again, we're not we're not protecting Guido in any way, shape, or form. But just two just, weeks in a row, and you just sort of think, yeah, I mean, they could have rotated automatically into their slot of like you know, opening jobbers. Yeah, but um, Nova does pick up the win. And like I said, it's a good showcase for him. So it's good to see that his character is vast improving. Um, next up, we have Tommy Dream versus Lance Storm. I found this match was slow yep. for quite a long time. Then Sunny just really picked up pace and became quite an enjoyable match near the end. Yeah, I mean, it felt like they got a time cue. Yeah. And Sonic just really, really sort of picked up. Obviously, this feud's been going for a while now, especially these two with their back and forth about sort of steroid abuse and alleged and all that sort of thing. So it was good. Just Incredible came out with his team. Um, they ended up taking out Dream and Francine. Um, is this the other Kane shots? It is. So um, they went a little bit crazy on, on people. Um uh, yeah, so so to to counteract um, Bueller McGillicutty, um, Tommy Dream has come out with the head free, head cheerleader, um, 
and uh, you know she's she's doing everything that she does so well. She's at her 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 you know absolute beautiful sassy best, and you know we know how much I love that. So it's all great, um, but then it all goes a bit weird, um, and then uh, yeah, you know Francine back to being a face, which means she has to get laid out all of the time. Um, yeah. So this time. Um, it, it's Dawn Marie, sorry, Beulah McGillicuddy with the cane uh, and she lays the cane shot in as, as they're holding uh, Francine. Um, no protection, you know, no, not worked in any real, real kind of way. It's just a crack across the face yeah. um, with the cane. Um, and then in to make the save jumps the franchise. Yeah, I mean, again, I just I thought he was gone. Well, I mean, he's injured again. Yeah, he's got his foot in a boot. Um, so it 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 is very weird that he is a still around and b injured again. Bless him, he's he's been snake bit for the last eighteen months now. Um, but yeah, so he kind of feeds in for the change the cane shots as well. And um, yeah, and and oh, and then we have the breeze block, don't we? Yeah, the famous breeze block scene. So um, yeah, I mean, I guess this feud sort of going on. And again, I'm not um, I'm not surprised. It's a good feud. It's a good feud for Tommy, and I think it's a good feud for um, the suit. What do you think? Do you think Jazz will get a name first, or do you think the Impact players will get a name? Or Dawn Marie. I mean, maybe, maybe it's what all of them come through together. It's the big name. Or... She's Jazz. That's Dawn Marie. We're the Impact players. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> and that's yeah, Johnny so Swinger. Like... So, um, yeah, I'm loving this view. To be fair, I mean, I'm enjoying um, all the sort of the way that it's going and everything like that. So, I don't I don't have an issue with um, any of it. I, I think it's sort of tracking along sort of quite yeah, nicely. I mean, I, I'm loving what the Impact players are doing and um, they're really just kind of starting to feed off each other. They're really starting to kind of, you know, feed feed off um, what Franchise and Tommy Dreamer are doing for them. Dreamer and, and Franchise are doing a really good job of kind of solidifying them at that level. Um it's similarities of the two-man power trip style decimation of um, RVD and Sabu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's good stuff. You know, and then we get the final segment with basically the Dudley Boys come out. Um, Bubba claims that he's the TV champion for beating RVD. Devon basically said, there's no way you're the TV champion. I should be the TV champion. And they both basically said, because they got pinned over RVD, they should be the TV champion as well as the tag team champions. Um, ends up bringing RVD out to come to do a face-to-face with them. Yeah. And it goes off air. And it goes off air, which I'm assuming next week we're probably going to get RVD versus... Yeah, RVD versus I'd imagine Bubba. It's Bubba. Yeah. RVD versus Bubba for the TV title next week. So that makes a lot of sense, I think. So, yeah, looking forward to all that. Um, 
I think the few to keep moving on need to be moving on. I feel like Taz is in a limbo or they don't actually know who to put with him as a viable challenger at the moment. Yeah. And I think there's a certain reluctance to do with Candido in the sense of there's there's probably still question marks over his reliability. Yeah. Um so there there seems to be a, a little bit of a reluctance to really kind of steer into the, the, the Candido feud fully. What pay per view's next? Uh Heatwave. No. Hardcore Heaven. Heaven. Shall we have a look at the card of what we're we're building towards? Yeah, I'm trying to work out if that's the one where um, he does take on Candido. Because there was there was the one where the Duddy Boys take out everyone for money throughout the show. I don't know if that's miles away. Um. So, um, Hardcore Heaven 1999, May 16th. So, we're only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Um, the card consists of uh, Danny Doring with Miss Congeniality. So, she's two weeks away versus Skull Von Crush. Um, Candido versus Taz is the second match on the card. Yeah, that's the one. And the, yeah, he finishes it off against um, Bubba, didn't he? Yep. So then we've yep. got um, Dudley's versus Balls and Spike, uh, Takamishinoku and Super Crazy, uh, oh, nice. Tajiri versus Little Guido. Oh, nice. Uh, Dreamer versus Storm, RVD versus Lynn, uh, <laughs> Just Incredible versus Sid Vicious. Okay. And then Taz versus Bubba Ray. Decent. Good it's uh, um, Taz versus Chris Candido. Yeah. In the opening. One minute ten. Yeah, like uh, like I said, I remember all that. I I swear, oh, I say to do with um. Kedido has a Dudley's insurance policy or something. And that's the one yep. where Dudley's are paid multiple times throughout the show to take people out. They've got the funny one yes. with Jack Victory, where they got, they're like, oh, but we like Jack Victory. So, and then they keep giving them money, and they were just, I'm not sure if it's Siren Guy giving them money or someone. But yeah, anyway. Dudley was attacked with several wrestlers backstage, including Nova, Chetty, Victory, and it's ordered by Joel Gertner. That's the one. I sort of remember it, yeah. And that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be good. Looking forward to that. Um, Jay, what's your match pick of the week? Uh, so there were some good ones this week. Um, I thought Dreamer versus Lance Storm ended as a very good match. Um, maybe not all the way through, but I thought it was a good, strong ending. Um, RVD versus Devon was a really, really solid strong match because of the of what they were trying to tell um I, I i don't feel i can pick that one just because of the amount of gubbins that kind of went into the end of it um lin versus taka mishinoku was very very good but again my 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 slight issue with that is i i don't know whether um 
uh, Takamishinoka got too much. Um, so that that very obviously leaves um, uh, Guido. Um, no, so it's 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 going to be um, Papachulo versus uh, Takamishinoku. I know it's not a surprise that these two have great chemistry and put in a great match. Um, it was just really nice to see it in front of an ECW crowd, a crowd that really um, appreciated the the work ethic of the two. Um, you could see them feeding off, um, you know, a real evidence of how different uh, a hot crowd can make a match. Because, you know, as as we said, they've done that match a thousand times. They've done it at WrestleMania. But um, a, a crowd who were vociferous and boisterous and hungry for and, and respecting of what they did just kind of lifted it even more. Well, massively, it's, it's like we almost go back to um, Demon Income, Eddie Guerrero, and we went and watched it on Nitro, and it was nowhere near the same as what we used to see in the ECW, despite them being more experienced and having a big crowd. Yeah. They didn't come even close to what they had in the arena. The the, the electricity wasn't there. Um, yeah, as always, if you want to get involved in the conversation at underscore sports arena on Instagram or Twitter next week, you can find us um, probably talking about shocking releases from the Fed and um, anything else. Obviously, if you've done anything ECW, tag us in the post. We love all that. It's awesome. We'll interact. We'd love to see it. And then, yeah, thank you for the ongoing support. And we'll be back next week for more Extreme Rewind. And his name is Paul because he has a name, unlike some of the other people in ECW. So cut the fucking podcast.